Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Well, it's good to know we're there. It's good to know that Barrett Salih is on the brand of moving in storage hotline. I thought there's a 50-50 shot we wouldn't get him today because he was going to say, hey, I'm covering this uh, tit-for-tat with uh, Jimbo <laughs> and Nick, but uh, I appreciate you coming on. Barrett, is this unprecedented in college football history? I mean, I, Calipari and Cheney. Is the only thing I can think of that's even close. And, you know, here in this state, uh, Houston Nutt called Wally Hall up one day on our station, and that was a really fun back and forth. But uh, this is quite something, my friend. Yeah, I mean, as well, to be honest, I've already filed my story and I've already done TV. So we're good now for the time good being work. until Nick Saban speaks at 3.30 Central Time on Thursday, in which case probably going to have a lot to deal with. But, um, yeah, I, mean, I don't think it's unprecedented. Uh, like you mentioned, there are a couple examples I'd say uh, – Furrier with the you can't spell citrus without UT. Uh, the Phil Fulmer was a big deal. I think the, the most important or mo- most uh, crazy thing that's ever happened in the SEC was Philip Fulmer getting issued a subpoena at the Winfrey Hotel for his role in the Alabama investigation with the NCAA. So uh, there there has been several instances, and I referenced in my story uh, the sit down that Mike Clive had with all the coaches in Destin in 2009 after. Lane Kiffin and Urban Meyer were yelling at each other before Lane even coached the game. Um, you know, so there have been there have been instances of it. Um, I don't think I've ever heard one coach call another coach a narcissist. Um, so that that's that's new, but I love it, man. It's a lot of fun. It brings some some spice back into the conference. Well, listen. First of all, uh, we've gotten a lot of comments about hypocrisy by Nick Saban calling out Jimbo Fisher, but I will say this: uh, that's hypocrisy from. Uh, from uh, Jimbo because I think if you're a football coach at that level, you, you have to be a little bit of a narcissist, don't you? I mean, everybody's got a little bit of that at that level. All of them are. All yeah. of them are. Except but, Sam no, Pittman. He's a real guy. He's not one of those no. dudes. He's maybe on the lowest level, Sam is not. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I think the, the interesting thing about this is neither one of them are wrong, right? Like Nick Saban – talked about name, image, and likeness. And he didn't necessarily complain about it all that much, right? Like, he just said that they're going about doing this, and, you know, that's going to create parity and all this stuff, which, um, you know, isn't necessarily wrong. It's clearly a shot. And then what Jimbo said today was also true, that they didn't break state laws, at least that we know of, that they played within the rules of and guidelines of the NCAA. There's nothing to suggest that he hasn't. Um, you know, we all know that, you know, under the surface, there's a whole lot more going on, but um, and, and that's really what this is all about. Yeah. Which, well, there is there is something fun. to suggest that he that they weren't. Nick Saban is suggesting that they weren't. So I don't know if we count him as well, a source, that, but. Yeah. but 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 then Jimbo's also calling Nick Saban a cheater, not directly but indirectly. Yes. So passive aggressive shots, and in some cases, in Fisher's case, maybe not so passive aggressive are uh, are always good for the sport. I saw where. Apparently, A&M and Alabama were fighting over the same eight guys, and A&M got all eight of them. And then you throw yeah. in the fact that A&M beat Alabama last year. I guess that's why, because it just seems unlike saving a little bit to 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 worry to even come out to worry about to call out uh, Jimbo. But I guess when you lose out on eight guys, you've lost to them the year before. It, it, it has him a little uh, concerned about uh, Alabama recruiting, even though they finished number two in the country instead of number one. 
Yeah, I mean, I think he takes pride in it and, you know, pride in getting all those players, what, however he goes about and, and does it. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I get the frustration. I don't necessarily think he feels like Texas A&M is a huge threat, although, you know, well, I think he feels like they're a threat for recruiting and thus could be a threat down the line. Um, you know, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think that when – if you're Nick Saban, you're, you're looking at the situation with uh, a little bit of sour grapes for a variety of different reasons, which – is, I think, pretty understandable. Um, to me, I wonder if there's something else going on, like Nick Saban's on his last year and just going to go out guns to blazing and take everybody else down who he thinks needs to be taken down because it is out of, it's out of character for him to be so direct. You know, I think he absolutely has taken, you know, subtle shots, uh, in some cases outside of the SEC with Jim Harbaugh, um, you know, with the whole satellite camp stuff. I remember that satellite camp stuff. Um, it was a little bit more direct, but we really haven't seen Saban directly go off on a, on another coach inside the SEC, which uh, I would imagine uh, has Greg Sankey uh, a little mad in Birmingham right now. Is Hunter Juracek the best tweeting AD out there? <laughs> I mean, because earlier this week, it was Monday, he, 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 he tweets out a picture of the kid holding the Coca-Cola uh, to signal to all Razorback fans that – Coca-Cola is back, and today, I don't know if you guys seen, have seen it, but Hunter Yurchek <laughs> tweeted out a picture of Sam Pittman. It's old, a little uh, gif or jif, and it's Coach Pittman looking at his phone, a big smile on his face, and he covers his mouth like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> do other ADs do this and that. I just don't follow him? He's, he's up there. Uh, he's up there. Danny White's done some good stuff when he was at UCF. He's kind of calmed down that he's at, at Tennessee a little bit. Uh, but yeah, Hunter Yurichek is definitely up there. That uh, I just I, I can't imagine what other other ads and coaches were were thinking when they saw that. I've had a couple coaches text me just kind of emojis and things like that, but <laughs> I, I can't imagine when they're actually watching it the facial expressions that went on because man, it was gold. Can you take me inside the uh, SEC coaches meeting in a couple of weeks? What's that going to be like? Well, hopefully I'm there. I don't know if I'm going yet, but we're going to try. Um, I, w- I would think that they're – first things first, I would imagine that Greg Sankey sits them all in a room uh, without having without letting them talk to each other and reads them the riot act like Mike Flood in 2009. I would imagine that's the first thing. After that, I have absolutely no idea because Jimbo looks like he was ready to fight. Like, he looked like he was ready to go. Um, I, I would imagine they're not going to be going out to dinner or playing uh, in the same foursome on the golf course uh, in Destin. But uh, I think Greg Sankey will try to take control here. And I think that since we have, you know, a week and a half, whatever it is, that cooler heads probably will prevail or at least prevail enough uh, to prevent them from actually throwing, throwing hands in, uh, in the parking lot of the, uh, of the Hilton. Who would you take in that fight? Oh, Jimbo. Jimbo looks like Jimbo's like a Tasmanian devil, right? He just started going crazy, like yeah. spinning around a circle. Saving for you know, Saving's in pretty good shape, but you know, he's up there in age. You know, sixty nine, seventy years old. You know, things hurt. A lot of things hurt. I wouldn't know, I would, but you know, it, yeah, it it, uh, it would be hard for him to move around. He he's walk he walks like his middle name is arthritis. I'll give him that. So, but uh, I still don't want to tangle that old man. That's for sure. We're talking to Barrett Salee on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. 
he shouldn't be worried about getting in a fight with Jimbo Fisher. He should be worried about getting in a fight with Coach Prime. Um, because apparently he's pissed about some of the comments that were made, too. He said, you best believe I will address that lie, all caps, Coach Saban told tomorrow. I was awakened by my son and sent me the article stating that we paid Travis Hunter Jr. a million to play at Jacksonville State, or Jackson State, excuse me. We as a people don't have to pay our people to pay to play with our people. Okay, let's go. All right, I want to see that. That's the next fight I need. I need round two. Uh, we need to have, like, a tournament going here, like winner takes all. But uh, let's just assume that Saban gets out of here alive and then he and uh, he and Dion can go head-to-head. Well, I, I, those athletic commercial suits this summer are going to be a little awkward, right? Obviously. <laughs> I'm assuming they won't be shooting any more new ones. I'll just recue the old ones. Um, yeah, and it's interesting because Travis Hunter, that number one overall player, said, if I got paid a million dollars, why does my mom still sit living in a three-bedroom apartment with five kids? Um, yeah, it's, you know, I think Dion, here's the thing. I was thinking, I joked about the Affleck deal. I would imagine Affleck has probably got both of them on the phone right now. Like, yeah. because let's be honest, money is money. And I think that, yeah, it's one thing for Jimbo and, uh, and Saban to go after it. They're, they're in a situation where they can't be completely divorced from each other no matter what. And they're still going to make a ton of money. Uh, if Dion and, and Saban go after it, then, Affleck is going to be furious. And well, if I, that, I think, if, is going to prevent Dion from saying some stuff. Barrett, Barrett, you've been a you've been a high high level journalist for far too long, my friend. You forgot your roots. There's no such thing as bad publicity. If Affleck's smart, they call both their agents. They offer him a twenty percent raise to come back and do new spots. They allude to the tit for tat during the commercials, and you got a home run commercial home campaign, run. my friend. It's a no brainer. So do the right thing, Affleck. Let him fight it out. Uh, okay. You know what? I, I don't think that's a terrible idea. Thank you very much. Like First it. one I've had all year. Um, <laughs> Do you get royalties I just, for that stuff? No, I should. I, uh, I got lots of good ideas that don't make money. Uh, 24-7 Sports just tweeted out, ex-Florida State star Travis Johnson responds to Nick Saban's A&M body replayer on their team comment by alleging that Alabama offered him six figures in 2000. <laughs> the quote Y'all was NIL before NIL. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I love it. Uh, Listen, buddy, those it. who live in, in glass stadiums should not cast stones, and that's what Nick Saban is doing here. He's opening, He's basically given everybody out there an opportunity to jab at him because he jabbed at someone else. And it's like, okay, okay, gloves are off. Let's go, baby. That's why this never well, happens. I, mean, well, because I, you, I, you, I don't you can't. think – Nick Saban, in front of a microphone, is, generally speaking, the most thoughtful person in the sense that he might not know exactly what he says, but he knows what it's going to do, right? Like, he'll go off on rant on purpose because he wants to yeah. send a message. I, I can't imagine what that message would be after watching what happened last night. Uh, I just... Mm-hmm. To call out A&M, like, what does he think is going to happen? Like, because if you say what you said, yeah, everybody else is going to say, look, no, 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 no. You guys buy players, too. Like, I, I just – I don't know what the what the overarching sort of message would be. But, you know, he's, he's the greatest of all time for a reason. Yeah, he certainly is. This is the, only thing, of- the only thing I'm concerned about or disappointed in, I guess, in all this – 
is they could have had this common decency during a relatively slow news cycle to wait until the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial was over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I'm still, I'm stuck on PGA right now, so I'm watching Rory just tear up Tulsa right now. But is he really? Yeah, He's five under through eleven. Uh, John Daly still well, in the mix. That's, that's when, it, when, it, when it happened, when the whole Jimbo press conference got announced like at 10 Eastern time, I'm like, oh, dang it, I'm watching Jordan, and I'm watching Tyler or Tiger, and I'm watching Rory, and now i got to work. Uh, that idiot to bet 20 grand on Tiger. We're looking at Tiger at two over right now, probably not feeling too good. Uh, John Daly, by the way, is one under. He's three strokes ahead of Tiger Woods through 15 holes. So if John just signs a scorecard... He may very well be in the mix after day one. Pretty cool. He's been burning the edge of, of uh, pretty much every cut, too. He hit one off, uh, chipped in one off of the uh, pin and just bounced like two feet right. He's been money. Mm. I love it. That's awesome. Hey, the, the fighting back and forth has been fun, but is this going to lead to anything happening with the NIL? Is, is it going to create uh, more legislation or uh, maybe uh, stricter policies? I think that... You know, maybe the federal government looks at this and says, okay, you know, this is, you know, we all talk about this being sports or whatever, but sports are such, such a lifeblood for all these university systems, right? Like, they're the front, the front porch. So um, you do sort of have to protect that. You know, it, it, I, we always joke that federal government has a lot more important things to do, and, and generally speaking, they do. But, you know, the, schools depend on, on these things. So I think, yeah, this will probably expedite that process a little bit. All right, Barrett, we appreciate it. We'll uh, stay tuned. We've got the whole clip, from, uh, or at least a portion of it, from uh, Jimbo coming up for our listeners who haven't heard it yet. So I haven't even heard it yet. I can't wait to. I've just oh, been watching the Twitter feeds. And, and then he said, and then he said this, and then he called him a narcissist. Oh, my God. I can't wait to hear this. All right, Barrett, we'll let you go. Have a good, uh, good rest of your week, my friend. Hopefully you get uh, to watch the PGA in peace. I hope so. See you all.